the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, we're here on a sunny Saturday morning in Phoenix, Arizona, and my name's Gary Green, and I am the host of the show. And once again, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. And as I mentioned last week, you know, last week I was telling Jeremy how I print off articles, and I had a whole bunch of articles printed off, and we didn't talk about one of the articles. We talked about things that I've actually been experiencing in the last couple of weeks. And these are actual things that I've dealt with in the past few weeks. So we're not going to tell any stories this week. We're just going to talk about articles that I found online. So before we get started... Very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and his family at B&N Auto Sales, 15225 North 32nd Street. They are just south of Greenway on the east side of the street on 32nd Street. Family owned. They are your, if you're looking for a commercial used vehicle, it's a great place to start. Once again, Bobby Rabati and his family at B&N Auto Sales, 15225 North 32nd Street, 602-722-9151. So, like I said, this week we're going to talk about articles. The average used car price is now $33,000. Data shows that used cars are commanding a $10,000 premium above normal pricing levels. I very rarely have been helping people buy used cars. Now, there are certain vehicles that I have found that two or three years old, they make sense. Now, even though they make sense, they're more expensive percentage-wise than they would have been two years ago. Average price for used cars are way up with the average markup rising above $10,000 and still growing. Age and body styles are the most significant factors in the markets with late model units and luxury coupes selling despite price gouging of 45 to 57%. Electric vehicles and hybrid sales are rapidly rising in response to elevated fuel costs, making the average transaction for a used EV around $67,000. Trying to buy a car right now is terrible, to put it lightly. Dealer markups on otherwise affordable new vehicles, computer chip shortages, delaying production have pushed many buyers to consider used cars. Unfortunately, the used market is experiencing its own markups with fewer cars available and mechanics swamped with work dealerships and private sellers have raised prices on even the most undesirable of used cars and people are still buying them by tracking virtually every dealership in the u.s the data shows the average transaction price of a used car has risen to thirty three thousand three hundred 
$1,241, which is a $172 fall from its peak in March of 33,513. Looking back at pre-pandemic and early 2020 data, that's $10,046 over normal prices for used cars. A few key factors play into when you're selling a car which are selling cars at inflated prices. Age, body type, fuel type, and brand. While vehicles four or more year old fall within the current premium metric, vehicles that are anywhere from one to three old are actually commanding a higher markup above typical sale prices. Folks, if you're buying a car, you need to understand what it is that you're doing. If you'd like my help, my phone number, It's area code 602-525-1370. And I'm not going to read the entire articles, but the next article that I found was also from July. It was in U.S. News, and it kind of correlates with what we just talked about. When will used car prices go down? It isn't news to anyone who has shopped for a used car in 2022 that the price of used cars has soared to record highs. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, its used car index, which tracks used car prices, has risen by 42% from December 2019 till October 2022. Now, I don't know how they're talking in the article about October 2022 because we're in August of 2022. The free market used car arena is built on the foundation that sellers can sell cars for the maximum amount buyers will pay. At this point, buyers are showing willingness, willingness and ability to pay astronomical prices. Used car prices shot from the first to 10th floor like an elevator. They're likely to descend like an elevator and a very shallow one at that. They may never reach the ground floor again, though you don't feel it's often as a trip to the grocery store or gas pump. The cost of cars is a, a significant component of today's inflation woes. I'm going to tell you this. The car dealers a few weeks ago took a bath at the auction. That's the first sign that car dealers are going to be offering less money for your car than they were previously. However, they're still going to price cars based off of what Kelly Blue Book says the value is, and that has not yet, well, I shouldn't say that, because it may have already started to, to slide down, but since we're pre-recorded, I haven't seen that info yet, and I'll bring that back up. Prices in the used car marketplace are highly sensitive to changes in supply and demand. Unfortunately for buyers, it's been seen both higher demand and lower supply since America began to emerge from its brief COVID-19 induced recession. Okay, Jeremy, are we are we emerging from anything yet? I don't think so. Not okay. yet. And guess what? It's not COVID right now that's causing the problem. It's the transportation supply chain that's the biggest issue right now. The spike in demand comes from several places, including new cars priced out of the new car market and shoppers flush with cash after receiving pandemics, subsidy checks and putting off travel and other purchases for a couple of years. Some used car buyers put off purchases due to job uncertainty, but now they have to buy a vehicle to replace one that's reached the end of its life. I've got people that are calling me because as they say... 
my car stopped working. Used car supply is more complicated, and it starts with the new car industry. During the coronavirus pandemic, production of new cars stopped, and factories canceled their part orders. They're still having problems getting those parts caught back up. Because car lease residuals are far below market values, many lease customers are buying their cars instead of returning them to the dealerships. According to a report from auto industry analysts, before the pandemic, more than three quarters of GM and Ford lease vehicles were returned to dealers. In mid-2021, the number had dropped to about one in three for Ford and only one in ten for GM. I can't tell you how many people I have helped either trade in their lease car for the equity and or buy their lease car. If you trade in your car and there's equity in the car and you give it back and it goes to the auction and they make 12 grand on your car at the auction, they don't mail you a check. Will cars drop or is it the new norm? They say used cars will likely drop at some point as the market forces them at such high levels are unlikely to persist forever. When and by how much is a question with as many answers as there are experts. How much will they drop? While they probably will drop, there's no consensus on how much they will fall or how fast. Prices and interest rates. Rates are going up. Okay, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. The other thing about rates is some of the manufacturers are still offering the subvented interest rates, which is the interest rates backed by their lender. However, they're shortening the term. There's a big difference between a 72-month payment at 1.9% and a 48-month or 36-month payment on the same dollar amount for the same rate, but a shorter term. Should you wait to buy a used car? If you're expecting a clear answer to this question, you're out of luck. The answer depends on your personal situation. What they're saying in these things, I'm telling you, this is what I tell people. If you don't have a car and you have to buy something, you need to be really careful. If you have to a trade-in to trade-in and it's a late model car that you're trying to upgrade your car, that could be beneficial. The increase on the car you're buying could be compensated by the overvalue of your current vehicle. How can I get a good used car price right now? Even with the market disruptions, the fundamentals of buying a used car still apply. First, you want to find the car that fits your needs and budget and has a clean vehicle history report. Okay? Remember, history reports. It's only what's reported to them. Another thing you really want to absolutely, absolutely look at. National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. You want to make sure that the car that you're looking at does not have any open recalls. If it does have an open recall, is there a remedy available to fix that recall? If there is no remedy available to fix that recall, is it something that is a danger to you driving the car? I am here to help you. It's also important to watch out for add-ons you don't need. Stories about sellers telling shoppers they can only get a good price if they buy specific add-ons or accept an auto loan that the dealer arranges. There's just ways the seller is raising the cost of the car. There are car dealerships that if you are not financing with them, they are not selling you a car. That is your choice to not do business with them. Consider the benefits of a new car warranty. What does this mean for my car loan? According to the Experience the average used car loan amount in 2020 was $20,690. The first quarter of 2022, it was $27,945. Over the same 
period. Lengths increased by a little over three months of the loans. Some of those increases to can be attributed to more buyers purchasing higher-priced SUVs, but higher-priced used cars are across the board are also a significant reason. More shopping tools, okay? How to buy a used car. This is articles you can read. Here was an interesting one that I got a kick out of. You ready? Ready for this one? General Motors will cancel your warranty if you buy a Z06 from a flipper. A letter from GM warns dealers that certain warranties won't be transferred on Escalade Vs, Hummers, and Corvette Z06 models flip within the first 12 months. Automakers are trying everything they can to combat rampant flipping and reselling of high-demand models. Now General Motors is taking the fight to those who decide to buy their popular car from a flipper. In a letter sent to dealers signed by Steve Carlisle, president of GM North America, the automaker says certain warranties will not be transferable. Z06, Escalade V, or GMC Hummer EV models that are resold less than one year after the original sale. The letter was first spotted on social media. Jalopna contacted uh, General Motors Sportperson, and this is an article that I did find on Jalopnik. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Please remember, I'm not a salesman in the dealership. I am not selling you anything. I'm helping you. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Bonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and all I am is here to help you buy a car. I am not a salesman in a car dealership. I will tell you the easiest way for me to lose interest in helping you is if you begin to treat me like a salesman in a car dealership, and I will do exactly what I did to the gentleman the other day. I will tell you that rather than getting annoyed or anything, it's probably a good idea if we just get off the phone right now. Here's an article that I found on New Stock Eck. Okay, 
what you need to know. It was a road and track article, believe it or not. These vehicles are sitting on dealer lots the longest. What we think. Ford Mustang is grazing in dealer lots. Our guts, however, tell us more performance-oriented models, such as the V8 or the GT, Mach 1, Shelby Jeep, are likely not to be the ones gathering dust. No, we wager the majority of Mustangs sitting are lower-trim-level EcoBoost models, which rely on a turbocharged four-cylinder engine for motivation. Okay, so there's that car. Uh, Let's see if we can keep going here. Stop seeing this ad. Boy, do I like that one. Sourced link. If you can snag one of these for less than that, when they're talking about a solid deal at MSRP. I guess the whole article is not here for some reason. But what I will tell you, folks, anything that's sitting on the car lots for a long period of time may not be what it is that you're looking for. This was a kind of a sad story. What's wrong with people? Auto dealer shot dead while, prese- while repossessing a loaner Jeep. We constantly read story, news stories about depraved car thefts, but this one, which, which left a car dealership owner in Arlington, Texas, which left, left a car dealership owner in Arlington, Texas, has us just shocked. The employee was shot to death because he drove another employee to repossess a loaner Jeep Grand Cherokee a customer thought he could just keep on his own. We just don't even begin to understand the vicious, entitled mentality of someone who would do such a thing. According to a local report, the gentleman bought a BMW sedan, doesn't say what model, from a dealership in Arlington about a month ago. He went back to the dealership for servicing and was giving a Jeep Grand Cherokee as a loaner so he could get around. This is a courtesy service many dealers offer these days so that you don't get stuck bumming rides off of friends or hailing Ubers. Well, it appears the gentleman thought he could just keep the Jeep. When his BMW was fixed, the guy had his mommy pick up the bimmer. Okay, but he didn't have the decency to return the loaner. Maybe he thought that was the end of the story, but the dealership would just write it off as a loss. On May 16th, the owner of the dealership and one of his employees are able to track the missing Jeep down to some apartments in Texas. They jumped in a Dodge Charger with an extra key to go get what was lawfully the company's property. The unnamed employee used the key to get into the Grand Cherokee and drove the SUV towards the apartment lot exit. That's when the gentleman walked up to the Dodge and shot through the driver's window several times. Then he jumped into a Volkswagen. A woman was driving and they drove out of the parking lot. After the dealership employee stopped in the street to call and see if the employer was okay, the VW pulled up. He allegedly got out pointing the gun at the employee and saying he knew he worked for the dealership. The employee demanded the keys so the man complied begged to not be shot, and got out of the Jeep. Using some quick thinking, the employee stopped some photos of the man and the woman, which helped police track him down, as well as the 24-year-old accomplice. Gentleman was t- owner of the dealership was taken to the hospital, later died. He was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and aggravated robbery, but death means he will probably be facing a capital murder charge. As for the accomplice, she's facing a count of aggravated robbery. Did these people think the dealership wouldn't find the Jeep? Do they think they could just keep driving it forever without consequences? Do they think it all? We have so many questions, but the people wouldn't answer them. Even if they wanted to, this whole crime seems senseless. You know, I, I tell people this. 
you never know who you're dealing with, and there's nothing worse, because I've had it happen, have somebody point a gun at you. Okay, I was in my car, and a gentleman pointed a gun at me, and I just continued to drive, and he didn't shoot or anything, and, and I don't carry a gun, because if he'd have pointed a gun at me, I probably would have pointed a gun back at him. So who knows what would have happened. I will tell you this, when you go to a car dealership, and they want your driver's license to send you for a test drive, okay, one of the main reasons for that is they want to know who their employee is, that who their employees with. Okay, I have a client that didn't want to give the dealership his driver's license. And he called me and said, Gary, they won't even let me go for a test drive in the car with the salesman. And I'm like, it's because they want to know who is with their salesperson. Next article. Carvana lost its license again to sell cars in Illinois. Carvana is an is in a rut again, and it faces another license suspension in the state of Illinois. This is the second time in two months that the online used car company has received flack from state regulators following a sim- similar similar sanction used issued towards the end of May. Here's what I'm going to tell you. It's not only Carvana that has issues. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm not picking on Carvana, and I'm just talking about an article to tell you this. Know who it is you're dealing with. If you're going to the dealership and you're not liking what you're experiencing while you're buying the car, I can promise you it's only going to get worse after the purchase. Do not look at Dealer Raider. Do not look at these websites that have reviews. You want to look, see if there's complaints against the dealership about, you know, through the Better Business Bureau. You don't want to read an article that one of the, you know, a, a, I'm sorry, you don't want to read a review that one of the general managers or one of the salesman's friends wrote about him on the website. Okay. You want to know who it is what you're dealing with. And I will tell you, I have a great relationship with a gentleman at a car dealership for service. To me, it's more important to have that relationship than it is to have the relationship buying the car. The one thing that I don't like, and it has to do with any of these online purchase places, it's very hard to get through on the phone to speak to anybody. Okay, So here's a couple of things that we're going to talk about real quick. Rivian lays off hundreds of workers as it struggles to create a $19 billion headache for Amazon and Ford. Layoffs at the EV startup began this week. The company is cutting costs amid its production rampart and concerns about the economy. Former employees are poking, posting on LinkedIn about the cuts, which, which impacted non-manufacturing roles. Okay, next article. Tesla accused of painting over body cracks. This isn't what most would call superior build quality. Okay, I'm not a fan of buying. I'm not an electric fan car. And I just, you know, it disappoints me. But if you want to find articles, MSN Auto, it's very, very, very easy to find articles. Now, we've talked about this before, but how about this one? This article was from Futurism. Tesla cuts car ranges by 30%. And demands $4,500 to get it back. They basically robbed him and are demanding a ransom to get back what he had before. Buying a used Tesla comes with some inherent risk. I've heard these before. I've helped people buy used Teslas. They've never had an issue. 
Okay, but I know people have had these issues. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me. It's 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, when I'm talking about these are articles, these are not things that I think are correct. These are articles that I find on MSN Autos. I find them on Jalopnik. And I actually found an article that was actually really cool. It was on MSN and it was published by MotorOne.com. And, you know, they're, they're not all bad stories. Okay. So how about this one, Jeremy? Toyota studied a million-mile 2007 Tundra when designing the 2022 model. The better way to learn that than study the one that went through it all. Over the years, we've seen cars reach the million-mile club. I remember the first one they talked about was actually a Volvo P1800 that was in my hometown. Over the years, we've seen cars reach the million-mile club. It's the best testament to vehicle durability, and coincidentally, a number of those vehicles we've covered were Toyotas. Specifically, two Tundra units from 2007 have reached the seven-digit mark. One of them was owned by a gentleman who reached one million miles in 2016. Toyota gave the gentleman a brand-new Tundra to replace his old truck. The automaker then studied the vehicle to see what held up in its nine years of road. And today, Toyota chief engineer shared what he and his team learned and applied to the 2022 model. When Toyota received the million mile tundra, the only thing they weren't working were the sun visor uh, detent on the driver's side and the odometer had reached the 999,999 miles. Even the frame of the seat was intact. The phone was unwarmed, sh- slightly showing only slight wear and tear. However, the truck's bed showed severe stress, which prompted uh, them to build a more durable bed for the 2022 Tundra. He used a lighter, sturdier, and less corrodible composite material, which was tested by throwing rocks, cinder blocks, and even a V8 engine, and the bed survived without a dent. For the oily bits, he used a wider inch and three-quarter inch drivetrain one quarter wider than all previous Toyota models. And one of the things that I did see was they were talking about 125,000 mile average in the car. And I, I think I saw something that the vehicle had been in for service every 3,000 miles. You know, I've had a friend, the most that I've ever had is one of my buddies had a diesel Chevrolet 3500 that he kept for 360,000 miles. I also had a client that had a Toyota, a Tacoma with a V6 that he had driven 
400 and approximately 67,000 miles. And the truck would probably be still running if his son didn't think he could beat the bad thermostat home. By driving the car with the bad thermostat, he overheated the car, blew the head gasket. 467,000 miles on a motor, you don't fix it. But folks, I'm telling you, if you are planning on buying a car and keeping that car for a long period of time, okay, maintenance service is your best friend. But I really thought it was pretty cool that Toyota gave the gentleman a new car. Now, here's an article that I thought was kind of, you know, you you never know what to believe. So the first article that I found on Bloomberg was Ford secures batteries to build 600,000 EVs a year by 2023. Automaker sees EV demand growing at more than 90% annually. Ford to buy packs from China's CATL, world's top battery maker. Ford Motor Company says it secured enough battery supply to build more than a half a million electric vehicles annually by late next year, a quantum leap above the 27,140 vehicles powered by batteries that sold in the U.S. last year. Then the next article that I found was Ford could cut 8,000 jobs by the end of summer. In March this year, Ford split its operations into two separate divisions. Ford Model E, responsible for vehicle development, and Ford Blue working on combustion-powered models. As the automotive industry is slowly transforming toward electric mobility, it makes sense for the former to have a higher priority with the company, and a new report indicates that it can cut as many as 8,000 jobs from the Ford Blue Arm in an attempt to boost profits. Now, it's two separate divisions. So they're not cutting the 8,000 jobs from the electrical, but they're cutting 8,000 jobs from the Ford Blue, which is the combustion engines. I'm here to help you. I am not here to sell you anything. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me at 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and his family at BN Auto Sales. Very, very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Rich and Troy do a great job helping me with my clients. Alex Medina and David Garcia at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale. Chad Sasan and his team at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. And last but not least, my dear friend Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. 
Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, the stories, you know, that I talked about last week were actual things I've dealt with. This week, it's about articles. So one of the articles I found to be interesting was 38 of the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration's 40, 47 ADAS crashed investigations involve Teslas. So I guess that's automatic advanced driver assistance systems. And all this sounds familiar. That might be for a reason. Bloomberg reports that 38 of the 47 investigations into crashes as part of the probe have involved a Tesla model of one sort or another. This was an accident between a Tesla Model Y and a motorcyclist. That means Tesla systems have been involved in 80% of the total crashes investigated. 18 fatalities have been linked to those crashes involving the automatic advanced driver assistance system. The generalized ADAS investigation is separate from the existing National Highway Transportation Safety Administration probe into Tesla's system announced in 2021. That investigation, which began with crashes into parked emergency vehicles, was escalated last month to include 191 cases of crashes involving the system. Many of those have already been linked to driver inattentiveness, use off highways, and use in inclement weather. Tesla began rolling out version 10.13 of what it called a full self-driving beta earlier today. As ever, the program remains a level two driver assistance system and cannot in any way be considered a feature complete full self-driving program. This article was on in Yahoo News. It was Roden Track. It was from July 18th, 2022. Okay. Even dealers support the FTC's proposed auto dealership rules. When even dealers own, dealer owners support rule changes to make le- dealers less shady, you know the industry needs change. Car dealers and their shady tactless, tactics finally got the attention of the feds. The Federal Trade Commission proposed new rules and have a, that have broad support, but as Automotive News reports, with comments showing public support for the rules, the National Automotive Dealers Association and American Financial Association want more time for other points of view. The FTC proposed dealership rules covering everything from financing to advertising were opened up for public opinion. The 60-day window for public Comments opened on July 13th and is scheduled to close on September 12th. The NADA and AFSA want another 120 days. The reason the comments so far overwhelmingly support the dealer rules. Right now, it's not looking so good for those in favor of not being transparent with people. The NAD has a weak argument to begin with. And while it seemed as most deals were against the rules, some are speaking out in favor of them. One dealer owner chimed in to support the rules by calling out all other dealers for being sketchy, saying overwhelmingly automotive dealership advertising is ridiculously deceptive. Couldn't agree with that term any more than possible. Overwhelmingly automotive dealership advertising is ridiculous, ridiculously deceptive. Advertise prices offer assume assume a trading credit, a finance credit, or maybe some sort of incentive or rebate that you don't 
qualify for. The advertised prices will also not include add-ons such as dealer fees, prep fees, market adjustment, reconditioning fees. These fees add up to thousands of dollars that have been undisclosed to the consumer. It's really become a joke. Here's what I'm going to tell you. When you're at a car dealership, if you don't like what's happening, don't buy the car. No one's holding a gun to your head that you have to do business with that dealership. Okay. One of the reasons I did not, you know, I, I'm not going to go shopping for, with someone after they've agreed to buy a car. But I can assure you the dealership that he wanted to go to was one of those dealerships that does all of those sketchy things. Okay. Remember that. NADA pretty much said that the FTC didn't have enough evidence to support these rules changings. They should just come out and say they're in favor of consumers being taken advantage of instead of making weak excuses. Folks, I tell people all the time, and and used car advertising is horrific. Reconditioning. Dealer ads. Do you have a trade-in? Okay, I helped somebody buy a car and I had to explain to her, this is the car that you want to buy. They're going to offer you a very fair price on the car that you're buying. There's not going to be a market adjustment. However, you have to have a car that you're trading in. Okay, and she knew that going in. Okay, did I agree with it? The only reason I agree with it because she understood it. I'm here to help you. I'm here to make sure that you don't have any surprises. Okay. I explain everything as we go through the process. Now, one of the things that the dealership was hoping for was a retailable trade. And I will tell you that a car that's 14 years old, that when I walk up and she puts the window down and she's smoking in the car, pretty much makes a 14-year-old car not retailable. It's going straight to the auction. I am here to help you. I am not selling you anything. If you'd like my help, please reach out to me. 602-525-1370. I will tell you this. I will do whatever it is I can to help you buy a car. I will also tell you this. If the, if the if we don't if we're not a good fit, I'm going to be the first. I'll give you the information, but Sometimes I just don't want to help people. When people start explaining to me what they think is going on in the car business and they have no clue, okay, I try to explain to them exactly what's going on. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. The one thing that I will tell you, not being a salesman in a car dealership, the only thing that I'm going to tell you is the truth. Okay, I'm waiting for more cars to be delivered than I've ever done since 2011. It used to be go to the car dealership, buy a car, we leave, we're done, you drive home in your new car, and you pay me the $400. That was in 2011. Okay, one thing that hasn't changed and is not going to change is my fee to help you buy a car is always going to be $400. I'm not interested in changing that. And I've got so many people saying, you know, the price of gas, the this, the that. You know what? I'm okay with it. Okay. I'm okay with going twice to the dealership. And sometimes we don't go twice. Sometimes we, we work everything out before we go. And you, I have the salesman in the dealership. They get a credit app from you. They take a deposit from you. And the car 
I called you when the car arrives. I do that with people that I feel comfortable with. You know, if I if someone would have told me that gentleman was going to call me two days after he agreed to buy a car from one of my friends, I never in a million years would have expected to this gentleman to do that. As disappointed as he was that I hung up on him because I did, I was just as disappointed that he would ask me to do something like that. Okay especially with everything that he was telling me was bad information that he either gathered or was told. Okay, if you don't trust what I'm telling you, if you don't believe what I'm telling you, I don't want to help you. I'm not going to convince you to do anything. When the gentleman told me to take his name off the cars, Okay, the one for him, for the one for his daughter. We took care of that in, in, in 30 seconds. It was a really, really quick phone call. Okay, his name came off the cars. He didn't need to get a deposit refunded because they didn't take a deposit from him. I'm here to help you. I am trying to do whatever I can to eliminate the so-called brain damage, the deception, the f- whatever you want to call it. I make everything transparent. I actually was dealing with someone the other day and the GM of the dealership said, listen, I can't do anything with this car. The items have already been installed on it. If she wants to buy an incoming car, none of those items will be installed on the vehicle and I can sell that car for this much less. And boy, did the girl jump all over that. Did she care that she was waiting? No, because it was a shorter time than buying the car she would have had to wait for. I'm here to help you, okay? And, you know, if I'm going to help you, it's a decision you have to make, okay? I had a young lady that actually sent to me, she was she got pre-qualified through car gurus, and the bank was a bank that I knew of, and it was a bank that doesn't really finance people that have good credit. So I don't hear from her anymore. And it was a little annoying because she was a friend of mine's friend and I took the time, I set the time apart to meet with her to try to help her on a Monday. Well, on Saturday, I finally got a text after she sent me a text on Monday that I'll reach out to you after 12 o'clock. My son's taking a nap. Well, Saturday, she sends me a text. My Uncle lent me a bunch of money. I got a car. And I had to ask her, who is this? Because if somebody tells me they're going to call me at 12 o'clock on Tuesday, on Monday, at 2 o'clock, I'm not annoyed, not bothered. Things happen. But if Wednesday comes along and I haven't heard from you yet, A, I'm not going to reach out to you, and B, I'm taking you out of my phone. I've got 700 contacts in my phone of people that I have enjoyed doing business with. And this is people over the last two years. Okay. I delete people after a few years because I'm not going to follow up with people. So if, if you reach out to me and I've helped you in the past, please don't be offended. If I say something to you along the lines is, who is this? And when you tell me who you are, I have a really good memory. I'll remember you if you were really nice, and I'll remember you if it was a difficult transaction to deal with. And there's very few of those. But folks, I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. You know, there was another article that I found, and I know we're coming up to the end, so I'm going to do this real quick. 
Buying a small car is not an actual solution to this overpriced market. Overpaying for a Civic instead of overpaying for a Pilot doesn't seem like helpful advice. And it's not just Hondas. Anyone shopping for a new crossover SUV or pickup truck is likely going to be in for a little bit of sticker shop. There are some ways to manage the market if you want a fair deal, but the oddest bit of advice I've seen is suggest that buyers simply shouldn't buy the kind of vehicle they actually want. Well, I got to disagree with that. If you're going to buy something and you're going to make a payment on it, you need to buy what you want. And I, a young man said this to me years ago. There's two types of buyers that, that finance cars. There's a 30 in one buyer and there's a one in 30 buyer that has a monthly payment. The 30 in one buyer is the gentleman that buys the car and 30 days of the month he really, really likes his car. And once a month, he has to write a check that was a little bit more than what he wanted to spend. Now, when I say a little bit more, I'm not talking another hundred bucks. I'm not talking about 70 bucks. I'm telling you, if you're buying a car and you can't figure out a way to make a $40 difference in the price of the payment, the $40 lower payment might be out of your reach. Or you can be the one in 30 guy. The guy that 30 days of the month he drives his car and really doesn't like it, but once a month he's okay with the check that he's writing. As someone who spends a lot of time finding ways to people to save money and reduce the stress of the car buying process, I was struck by a decent recent Forbes article, Let's Get Small, How to Avoid Higher Prices on New Cars and Trucks. Before reading it, I thought, oh, maybe there's some new tips for avoiding markups on its on in-demand cars. Then I got hit with this. Downsizing is an obvious way to f- shoppers to try and avoid the most excessive prices for new cars and trucks, yet the trend to bigger and bigger trucks, SUVs, and crossovers will still dominate U.S. auto sales. Obvious is a strange word to use here because it's certainly not obvious for someone in the market for a Toyota Highlander to pivot to a Camry. I helped a young lady buy a Camry. That was the story that I was talking about where the finance manager tried to raise her payment $163. I'm here to protect you. I don't send you into the business office other than what I did the other day when I told the the gentleman, don't pay a penny over this. And part of that was because his dad wanted him to go in by himself because he said it was time for his 25-year-old son to be able to stand up on his own and be able to tell somebody no in a transaction rather than to be bullied. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me at 602-525-1370. Very special thanks once again, BN Auto Sales, Earnhardt Honda, Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road, and last but not least, Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. And I will be back in the next week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.